This is Living While Dying, an ALS story from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Kathy Warzer. There was a presence that made itself known in almost every conversation I had with Bruce Kramer. It was like it was begging to be heard. And it was, butting in at least once during each recorded interview. The gracefully carved clock had been Kramer's great-great-great-grandmother's. It had a brass pendulum that would methodically tick away the moments behind a small glass door etched with delicate gold filigree. That clock had a knack of strategically chiming, either during especially poignant moments in our recorded conversations, or as a punctuation mark to something Bruce had said. It also became symbolic of how important time would become to Bruce. Bruce Kramer, diagnosed with ALS in December of 2010, had no idea how long he would live. People with ALS, known as PALS, can live anywhere from a few months to five years or so with the disease. For any person with a terminal illness, the time left to them can be magnified in a bittersweet way in the celebration of events like holidays and birthdays. Bruce Kramer celebrated his 57th birthday on March 1, 2013. The birthday coincided with the season of Lent, a time of deep introspection for Christians. Kramer, though, had been doing some intensive exploration of his inner life, his spiritual life, long before that. I wasn't always a believer in God. You know, if you're talking about the benevolent God sitting on the throne, you know, throwing lightning bolts down and things like that, uh, no. That just seems too human to me. I recognize that there is something so much greater than who I am. There is something so much greater than our humanity. And every once in a while, I get to touch it. And sometimes that happens for Bruce Kramer during services at Good Samaritan United Methodist Church in Edina. Bruce used to be the choir director at Good Samaritan until June of 2009. Now, he and his wife, Ev, enjoy the choir from a pew at Sunday services. I love to sing the old songs. And I can't sing them anymore. I, have no, I don't have the voice for it the way I used to. I loved to sing the old songs. Now I, I try to hang in there with them. And I think, you know, if you were to ask Ev, she would tell you that invariably, by the time you get to verse 3, where everybody else is thinking, oh man, we're on verse 3 of an 8-verse hymn, there's a line that will hit me, and I'll cry. So I think I go to church to cry. There is this channeling of pain and joy all at the same time. May these words of Scripture speak to our hearts and minds. Amen. Amen. There are people, Bruce, who having a very serious illness, terminal illness, uh, disease, often it prompts a self-examination of 
one's spiritual beliefs. And some people turn away, and other people, it becomes stronger for them. So I'm curious about your process. It sounds to me as if some of your spiritual beliefs have been made stronger by what you're going through. Is that an accurate read? No. It's a good storyline, though. Uh, I don't feel that my faith is any stronger than it was two years ago or three years ago or five years ago. What I do feel is that I've been offered glimpses of a different way of seeing the world. Of, and this, this is going to sound a little corny, but you, you know what, what really strikes me is that the great power here is love. It's love. The tears and the laughter and the, the time that I share, uh, that I get to share now, because I can see this freight train coming right at me, and so do my friends, and so does my family. And so it causes us to be far more expressive of the love that we have, the love that we feel. It's not like that love is any greater than it was two years ago before I was, I was diagnosed. It's just, it's all out in the open now. And I feel the same way about my faith. It's the fact that having the ALS doesn't really strengthen it. It doesn't really weaken it. But it puts it out in the open. For you reign in the glory, the power that is love, now and forevermore. Amen. Do you have conversations with God about... Look, God, why me? <laughs> why am I suffering? What is it about this that I need to learn? Why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, it, it's... Well, some people do. I, I just don't feel like I am in a, any more of a special place. And I think that, you know, it is very human of us to take this personally. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you really look around and you, you really take in the experience of being human, there are two things you can count on. And I'm not going to say taxes, so, but death is coming. Please rise as you are able, and the music in this hymn helps convey our resolve, and so sing out with our desire to make this journey faithfully. I have ample proof that there is something greater than me. It sits in my existence every day. And I'm not saying that ALS is a god, but ALS is certainly proof that there's something greater than me. And ALS is certainly proof that human beings just aren't the end-all, be-all, now are we. As he lives with a terminal disease, Bruce Kramer finds strength in his church and in the people who make up its congregation. After services... Bruce and his wife, Ev, are showered in a cascade of hugs, kisses, good to see you, good to see you too. and good wishes. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. Yeah. I am, yeah. Hey, bud. How are you, man? I am good. How are you? Yeah. Well, could be worse. How's the day? It's a good day. It's a good day, yeah. While the love and support from friends at church strengthens Bruce and his wife, the time spent at a service goes beyond the fellowship to something much deeper. Even if it's not really well stated, or it, it strikes me. And so the thing that really struck me today was in the fourth verse of the last hymn, there's this question of when we're tempted, 
in the desert. Jesus tempted in the desert, only hungry, filled with dread. And um, I am tempted all the time. I'm tempted to, to throw off um, what I'm learning. I'm tempted to be bitter. I'm tempted to be upset. Um, tempted to be mean-spirited and, and um, angry about it. And um, it reminds me I don't have to be. And so, do I believe in God? Yes. Do I know what that means? No. Do I believe in eternity? Yes. Do I know what that means? No. But I find great comfort in this, in, in having this opportunity to engage that way and to hear it in a, a beautifully turned phrase, to see it in um, the sunrise this morning. Oh my gosh. You know, I go back to this idea of healing where I have no expectation that physically I'm going to heal, that physically I've got a chance to heal. What I do have expectation of is that my soul and my spirit and my heart will continue to grow and will continue to find a meaningful life until I die. On the next installment of Living While Dying, an ALS story, Bruce Kramer leaves his wheelchair and discovers the joy of movement and space.